Some Man City fan apparently slugged him. Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like, you look every bit 30, huh? He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout. Watch, watch, rumbles on. Pina colada, large one. Yes, coming in hot, episode five, season two, football played on paper podcast. I'm Sean and I'm joined by Job. Hey, mate, just trying to balance the salaries and wages of the pod. Actually, you know what? Fuck it, I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if anyone has to leave the pod, the salary issues is me. Um, Barney, you're still here, free agent. I'll stay. I'll, uh, I'll play for nothing. Speaking of free transfers, Halsey, how are you, mate? Yeah, now that you guys are leaving due to wages, I think I might want to go back to the pod I used to be at. I don't like it here anymore. (laughs) Uh, Nice. Full house assembled. um, And this time we're going to do opening question at the opening. So due to Messi's um, tearful press conference, um, what we're going to do is whip round and ask, what was your most memorable press conference that you've seen? Um, so let's go right from the top job. What is it, mate? Yeah, great. So I, obviously I'm a bit older than everyone else on the pod, considerably older even. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to cast your mind back to the nineties. So one of my favorite footballers, Eric Cantona, gave the old Kung Fu kick to the Crystal Palace, uh, crowd member. And after that, he followed it with the equally beautiful and confusing press conference where he said, (laughs) when seagulls follow the trawler, it is because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. So poignant and confusing from Eric. That was my favourite. I still have worked that, that out. Yeah. Fable for mm. those of us simpletons. Yeah. No, and that's the beauty of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what made I'm, it so great. I'm, I'm glad he's been this confusing his whole career, not just more recently when he's had some <laughs> absolute crackers. Yeah. So that that it's got to be King Eric for me. Barney, I, I presume yours is the um, Jose Mourinho one where he's talking about the pyjamas that he got given when he first signed. I did. I was, I was having a look at a few crackers and I did see that one. Or I thought about the Jose Mourinho r- respect one, respect. But no, I um, I went with and I had forgotten about this one until I looked up before and it was, uh, we'll go back to Joey Barton signing for Marseille. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I believe it's, I believe it's uh, one of his... One of his, when he signed or like after one of his first matches, he was in the press conference and for some unknown reason put on this really shit French accent. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> after signing and being, being in France for about a month and, uh, and then talking about how he's English with a slight French accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Sean, that's just, Italian. Just, that's Italian. Ah, yeah. oh, see, no, but yeah, it was. It was watching it back again. It was hilarious. <laughs> just like the words he puts, inflections, like French accents on it was. It was pretty funny and ridiculous at the same time. Barney, can you do a quick snippet of it for us? Because you're, 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 you're good at accents. Uh, yeah, you got a continental feel about you. We. Oui. Yeah, I, I, I believe I believe one of his lines is like, "Oh, but I am English," and it was <laughs> it's a like, shitty French accent. Um, Halsey, I presume yours is um, Michael Owen signing for Manchester United for the first time. That, I've actually got know? multiple answers again, Job. You oh, no, no, <laughs> Get no. the buzzer ready, Job. Cut I'm him kidding, off. Cut I'm him kidding. off. Rafa nah, Benitez, um, facts. Yeah, I did I did say uh, I'm not a big – I'm not someone who watches many press conferences, so uh, mine might be a little bit boring. But I've gone with the, the saga of Euro um, drink – related uh, press conferences but my number one is the ukrainian coach the the uh the casual russian coach russian coach coach, yeah yeah, oh that is controversial yeah a casual as you like cracking of the beer and uh, the coke with the other coke bottle (laughs) without even looking down at it like he does that for breakfast every morning that's a man he's not back a few it was a power move i appreciated that (laughs) that was good shorto what do you got um joking here my <laughs> joking here, yeah, that's good when he rattled off all those players that didn't play for him. Um, no, mine is a little bit more recent than um, most other people's. I've got um, Pep Guardiola um, at the start of last year. So, Benjamin Mendy is um, injured and he was doing a bit of uh, Harry Kane style, not showing up for training and he was out and about <laughs> getting his own rehab. And um, it was circulating in the press and um, Pep's up the front there and they say, Pep, what's going on with um, Benjamin Mendy? He hasn't been training and, yeah, he's not doing the rehab. And Pep was like, tried to keep a straight face and was like, oh, he's out in um, he's out in uh, Barcelona at the moment getting some. And they're like, oh, uh, Pep, Pep, 
Um, he was in Barcelona yesterday. Um, he just went live on Instagram. He's in Hong Kong airport at the moment. And then Pep just like cracked it and like started laughing and he's like, I don't know, he's a lucky man. What, what can you say? So, yeah, that, that was mine just because uh, Benjamin Mendy just running around um, Europe and, and Asia at will when he's um, supposed to be playing for about 200,000 quid a week. So, um, that's mine. But um, – that's it for opening questions. So we're on to weekly happenings, but still sticking with the theme of press conferences, Barn. Yeah, we'll move on to the biggest press conference maybe this year so far in football, and that is uh, Lionel Messi's press conference he had for uh, him leaving Barcelona. Um, this was a emotional affair, to say the least. Um, he broke down uh, and was crying for like, the majority of the press conference, he got a standing ovation that went for an awkwardly long amount of time. It got a bit weird. It was like I saw a clip and it was like, oh, um, Lionel Messi had standing ovation. I watched it and the first minute of it was everyone sitting down clapping and then halfway through they decided to get up and stand and <laughs> make it an actual standing ovation. But, no, it was a lot, a lot going on in this press conference. A lot was happening. Um, he was basically saying that uh, he doesn't want to leave and he was he even mentioned that uh, last year he openly said last year I wanted to leave and I, and they wouldn't let me. This year I wanted to stay and they wouldn't let me. So very emotional for him. Shawno, you've got you've got something to add to this? Yeah. So well, a couple of things I'd like to point out on the presser. Um, not really on topic actually. Just some minor things that uh, the casuals might not notice, but me, I see things. You look job, but you don't see. See, I see. Um, and, and so my favourite part. Too is um, at the end when he's standing at all the trophies, Messi's standing there, he's in the middle and there's obviously a shed load of trophies are hanging around um, behind him. Messi's in a suit but then all the other players turned up to support him and sit in the press conference um, just dressed in like T-shirt and shorts yeah, and then like one of, them, one of them is wearing a full Chicago Bulls outfit like head to yes. toe single. <laughs> I love that, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, the, that was good. and the shorts and then like which is I suppose when they're all together, all those players, it looks kind of normal because they're all in like chilled casual clothes like just loving up the training but because Messi's in the suit, it just looks so like the image is such a weird picture. Just just on that uh, at trophy hall, apparently he's won 35% of all the Barcelona's trophies yeah. they've ever won since they're in their like 100-year history or longer than oh, 100 ever. years now. So he's won 35% of those trophies, which is insane. And apparently nice. the, the new camp's going to to honour Messi, the 10th minute of every game is going to be a minute of applause for Messi and what he's done for the club. Jeez, that's going to get what if they What if they play PSG? Yeah, I think they'll they'll do it twice as hard actually. If they yeah, I thought, I thought ten was for the zeros on the dollars when he's signing. <laughs> they um, <laughs> so the other thing that um, was interesting um, was that they might actually retire the number ten at Barcelona. Which obviously, if you've Messi played sort of almost at any other club, that kind of makes sense. But you think it's some of the number tens that Barcelona have had um, and might and, have. Yeah. And in the future, yeah, you're right. Um, and they're just going to retire that number, so that'd be huge. So, yeah, big, big move, I think. Boys, I've got to, I've got to pose a question here because this has been irking me since it happened. So I'm, I'm not one for the for the narratives and the emotive in these type scenarios. I like them on the pitch. So, does this feel like either the greatest cash grab of all time and a big facade saying, "Oh, I'm the victim," but really, I'm just going to get a big fat paycheck? Or, or is there more? Do you think there's more to this? Because for me, it just feels like so insincere. It, I'm with you, Job. It feels a bit, um, it feels a bit sticky, or a bit, yeah, like just a bit off about the the money. Because he was up there crying and saying, "I want to stay. They want me to stay." Well, that's easy. You just got to take, yeah, like bugger yeah. all money. And do you really need any more millions? Like, it's do not going to, I mean, change anything. There's, a, there's an option to do it and then all you got to do is take some sort of a, a pay cut, appreciate it's massive, but given all the millions that he's got, does it really matter? So on yeah. on that pay cut, I know if you and you've always made the point, a few other people I've talked to have made the point about, well, if he really loves the club that much, why doesn't he just play for nothing? Um, and so even if – so their wage ratio to revenue, which Jobber brought up last week, is uh, at 115%. Oh, it's gone up. If Messi mm. – Played for zero money, it would go down to ninety five percent, and the league <laughs> yeah, cap is seventy percent. Buddy, I'm comfortable so it, with that. Oh. Comfortable with your numbers, 
But what I'm saying is if he's the captain of the club and he loves Barcelona so much and he takes that pay cut, bam, you've dropped 15% straight away. And then he's saying, yep, I'm the skipper. Boys, jump on board. Can we all do the same? Because there's also Spanish workplace regulations that prevent someone from taking um, greater than 50% pay cut, which is fine. But then just null and void the contract you're on that you pushed so hard for last season. Mm. and say, all right, I'll sign for a dollar. Boys, jump on board. I'm playing for free. And you've got the greatest player potentially in history saying, boys, jump on board, play for less. That I, I agree. And um, he, he could definitely do that and then other people would jump on board. And I think, Barney, what you're saying is it can't be solved right now. But, I mean, what he shouldn't have done then is two years ago or 12 months ago, ask for a move to go on a free. Like, like you know what I mean? If Jack, Jack Grealish is like... It seems to me that's the way to do one of these transfers to say, look, here, here's a, I'm on a big contract, so you guys need to get some money. I love this club. Here, make sure if PG want me, make him pay a chunk of change to Barcelona to get a to golden handshake on the way out. Yeah. So I appreciate it. can't be solved right now, but when it could be solved it was two and three years ago when he was signing those massive deals and the train smash was coming. Yeah, Barney, sorry, I've been preparing for this all day, all day so I'm going in on you again. <laughs> so if he really wanted to do the best by Barcelona, he would have done what Sean said and he would have gone back a year ago, signed the contract and said, boys, if we can't do it again next year, put a big fat clause Release in there clause. so someone buys me and you get value going forward. And we solve some of the debt problem, but I also leave this fantastic legacy as the greatest human being of all time instead <laughs> of being this petulant little brat who just wants to make the most money ever. Yeah, but he wanted to leave last year. So then, why would he then put in a contract? Clause then in the contract get, to be get like, sold, like make the money for Barca to solve the, the debt. Yeah. He solves the debt problem with the sale. Like that one point two billion dollar debt could be reduced to a billion, which seems crazy. But is, but isn't isn't that what <laughs> Barcelona is? And more so, the Spanish league's problem is that they have to have release clauses in their contracts. So then all the big clubs just put these ridiculous release clauses in their contracts. So like, yeah. I think like Real Madrid, some players like six hundred million, which no one's ever going to pay for them. And but, then so it becomes silly. And but I I don't think. Messi should be the one who gets like uh, blamed for Barcelona's terrible financial management. But, but he has no, some responsibility. He has yeah. definitely has some responsibility in that. Oh, yeah, I agree. Got you, can't, you, can't, you can't blame him, but then I'm, I'm saying that you can't also stand up there and, and, and cry and say you don't want yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah. You, can't the, you can't have you've, both. You've either yeah. got to say, look, I'm signing the deal and, yeah, and you sign the deal to pay me the money. You can't afford me anymore, so I'm going. No problem. That's fine. But you can't do that and then cry and then leave. Yeah, when you can, you can you can absolutely stay. Yeah, you can definitely like you can make it. Like they've made this like massive problem for themselves now, but they can also make themselves a solution. Like it's not as though there's no bartering at all in here. Like there's absolutely a solution here that he just doesn't want, but he wants to be seen as crying. He wants to be seen as this emotional. He kind of had to. God, it's just such a load of crap. Like honestly, it's just absolute rubbish for me. You don't seem convinced, man. No, I don't. I don't. I think Messi's being used as a scapegoat for like terrible financial management over the past like ten years, and then I know. I know he's got. He pushes obviously to get the biggest contract or whatever. But there's some got to be some responsibility on the club to stop giving out huge contracts and then and then try and like actually manage the club financially. Yeah, agree. But the club's not the one up there. And I mean, and so in, in the space of a yeah in the space of a week. They've gone to Messi and said, here's a contract. He's like, yep, we've agreed. Perfect. At some point, his agent should have gone, hey, boys, I know we had some problems with La Liga regulations a week ago. Are these all sorted before we go and say, oh, yep, we're signing? Twi- three times in his interview, he goes, just like Laporta said, just like Laporta said. Do do some due diligence, Papa Messi. Like, have they, have they met the regulations or not? If not, don't. Like, I don't care if you and Barcelona have, Barcelona have agreed the deal. We know it's not kosher. Like, stop, stop. Feeding us this nonsense. Mm, yeah, I, I'm I'm a bit on the fence with this one. I kind of see what you guys are saying, and I I don't know. I think I want to see it play out a bit more, but I, I kind of yeah, I'm I'm maybe leaning towards the whole crocodile, not crocodile tears. I wouldn't call them, but the whole he he if he really like really wanted to do all he could, there is more that he could have done. But that's whether he did or not. But yeah. Yeah, I guess it's it's um, yeah. In six months' time, we might know a bit more on the actual, a lot more of the reasoning behind a lot of this stuff that's happened. Mm. But um, on a uh, a bit more of a lighter note, did you see what the <laughs> breast manager in League One said about Messi <laughs> potentially joining PSG? I thought this was brilliant. No, he I didn't. said uh, 
is that we have we say we have a shit league, but if we manage to bring in a player like that, it would be exceptional. I'm not going to be polite here, but he gives me a hard on. <laughs> Jobber, I think I've heard you say that multiple times. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it was Marcus Rashford. I could be misquoted. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I loved it. He sort of like he sounded like he was building to something. And he just finishes it with dot dot dot. He gives me a hard on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Highbrow. <laughs> All right, let's move on to something a bit more fiery, and that is the insane preseason games we're seeing. They continue on from last week's game where Fafana lost his leg. Uh, and oh. this week we've got uh, Atletico Madrid starting fights for no good reason against Feyenoord. So preseason friendly, a uh, bit of an incident with Carrasco and one of the Feyenoord players. Uh, Carrasco gets sent off <laughs> and then just starts a full field melee at melee. Refuses to get off the field. Diego Simeone runs across the field to drag him off and starts yelling at him on the field. Uh, then moves to the end of the game. Coaches go to shake hands. Simeone uh, shoves the opposition coach and starts yelling at him on the field. Again, have to be separated by the players. Josh, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I just wanted to jump in and clarify. When you say incident between Carrasco and one of the Feyenoord players, it was actually Carrasco laying a quite a heavy tackle on one of the Feyenoord players who was trying to clear the ball for those who haven't seen it and then sort of missing the tackle and copping a bit of a leg on the way down and so therefore felt the need to kick out at the player who yeah. he just tried to break the legs off. Yeah. So, he didn't have a choice, did he? I like the blood coming from the Feyenoord player's neck as well. <laughs> like, yeah, where did so that happen? I missed scratched that one. Him. Tomato sauce. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the Feyenoord player tweet after the game as well? It was um, is an image of Carrasco like pulling his shirt about a meter away from his body and uh, the only caption was, I thought you meant to swap shirts after the game. So is that, yeah, is, that the, is that the moment now? So Diego Simeone telling you to settle down is when you know you've gone too far? <laughs> That's like, is, that, is, that, is that now yeah, an official measurement? Reality check. They dispersed real fast when he got out there. I, he, was a, oh, yeah. he was a butcher. <laughs> I just don't remember yeah. any season the friendlies being like this. No, or, or, exactly or, or am I just forgetting something? Like, it's, it, you know what it is? It's probably a bunch of all this like tension, playing a whole season and a bit without fans, and then there's fans and all this extra emotion yeah, that's, all of a sudden that's coming back, and everyone's just mm. losing their, so their the, shit. The fan that's why coach, it wasn't a problem for City. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's been the same the whole way through, hasn't it? <laughs> the fan nice. coach also said he's like, if we were, if it was just me and Simeone in an alleyway, I would have been in a lot of trouble. I think he's 100% correct with that assessment. Anyone so then we'll move yeah. on to another wild game, and that was uh, Roma. But I can't remember who did they play again? Who, who was it? Uh, was it Athletic Bilbao, I think, maybe? I believe it was. Uh, I thought it was Betis. No, Betis, yes, that's correct. Yeah, it was Betis. Yeah. So um, Pellegrino, uh, the captain for Roma, gets sent off, um, takes his armband off, shoves it into his teammate's um, chest while he's abusing the ref from about 30 centimetres away. <laughs> Um, he gets sent <laughs> off and then Mourinho charges onto the field to let the ref know what he thinks about the situation. Um, obviously was just saying how, how good a decision it was and well done. On that one. <laughs> and, uh, he also gets sent off for his troubles as well. So two red cards in the Rome again. Jose seems like a man who's got everything under control, doesn't he? <laughs> His life's not falling apart at all. No, no, he's, <laughs> things are going good at Roma thus far. If this Roman, if this Roman thing doesn't work out, like what's his what's his next job? Like he'll be out of football at this. UFC point. ref. Donate his brain to CT research. <laughs> <laughs> it, it only goes lower from here. Yeah. I, reckon, I reckon it's like a uh, one of those like shit leagues that got a lot of money. That's where, that's where we end up. Yeah, MLS guitar maybe, yeah. guitar, yeah, something like that. MPL something too, like that. yeah. yeah. All, right. You're nice. All righty, let's move on to something more positive and that's Danny Alves and the Brazilian boys winning the Olympics, beating Spain, uh, I believe it was 2-1 in extra time, I believe. Um, I didn't catch it. And Danny Alves now extends his lead for most career honours to 43. So 43 trophies slash medals he's won over his entire career, which is insane. That is insane. Do we know who's second? Uh, I've looked at the list before. It was a while that's, ago. Though. That's a very difficult question. But it is, well, I think yeah. Danny, Alves, Danny Alves is just on like an elongated farewell tour at this point, isn't he? Like he it's can't un- stop winning. <laughs> the, the Olympics is under 23. So he's almost twice their age. Yeah, yeah. but you get some over age players. But um, he's, just, he's still such an athlete. Like he hasn't lost his pace. 
that's what that's the thing that keeps him going. But he, I think he gives yeah. so much to a, like a young squad like that, like mm. leadership and those sorts yeah. of things. But apparently, he's still making a push for the Brazil squad for the World Cup next year. He wants to play in it, so I'd be surprised if he gets there. But well done to him if he too. does. But he might be one of those ones where you take just have around. Yeah, as answer. like a mentor, mentor to the coach, and another an overage player. Dude, yeah, he brings same reason we got you. Yeah. The the same reason we got you on the pod job. So you get a start, isn't it, job? Yeah. <laughs> Just to settle you boys down. Let's move on. Let's move on to something even more positive, Barney. Oh, right. Is it is it positive? I don't know if it is. If you're, you're a Celtic, Celtic fan, fan maybe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Definitely. So Ra- Rangers Rangers unbeaten streak is finally over at 40 games. They lost on the weekend 2-1 to Stevie United. Yeah, wheels are off, Stevie. <laughs> sort it out, mate. And <laughs> at the same time, on the same weekend, Celtic won 6-0. So Bad weekend if you're a Rangers fan, but I mean, it still looks pretty good from outside. It is absolutely insane how quickly the press can turn around on Ange Postacoglu. So the feedback was, oh, rave reviews after a 6-0 win. Last week they were calling for his head. I genuinely thought they might lynch him at the stadium. Yeah, a genuine (laughs) heading. heading. (laughs) All right, let's, let's move on to some transfer news. Sure, you got me covered there? Oh, yeah, I've got you covered, mate. Oh, nice. Cha-ching. No seamless, boys. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> seamless. <laughs> producer Pete dropping the ball there again. He tells me he's got a new soundboard. So. I can help His internet's dropped out. That's why. Fingers on the buttons. <laughs> Alrighty. This is a big one for me and probably isn't true in any way possible, but a boy can dream. And that is Lautaro Martinez is apparently on his way to Spurs. So they've accepted... Uh, Inter Milan have apparently accepted a bid from Spurs around £70 million, I believe. 70? Yeah, £70 million. Uh, and now they just go try and agree personal terms with him. Only problem is I don't think Lotaro wants to come to Tottenham at all. So just a little small issue. Jobber, I can see this is making yeah. me extremely happy. <laughs> What are, your, what are your thoughts on this? I'm so angry that this wedged its way into the running order. I, know, I, it's, <laughs> I thought you put it in, it's, in all it's caps. It's possible. Like, in part, <laughs> as part of the Inter Milan fire sale, it's entirely feasible. But I think if it is feasible, which it might be, which I'm not saying that it is, um, is that a replacement for Harry Kane or is it a statement of intent? And be like, Harry, look what we got in the fire sale. Yeah, I think if it money. is, tr- I think if it is true at all, it's us trying to appease Harry to be like, look, stay, and we'll bring in another, like someone you can play with, because he can potentially play in like a number ten role. I don't know. I-, I see it differently. I, don't, I just don't see it happening. I-, I think it's what Spurs are doing. They're preparing for Harry leaving. To se- like, I think Spurs will try and keep Harry, and then I think they're saying that if things go bad, um, and and we do have to sell him. They'll have like everyone they need to bring in already lined up, and I think this is just part of that. So it feels like it's just this, a contingency. Yeah. Do you th- so you think this could happen then? If Harry goes, this will happen. Yep. But so I, I, I think the- with Harry K's, if Harry stays, um, I don't think he'll go. But if you're him, why would you go? The Spurs. Harry will put so, this play every week. Yeah, but apparently, and this is uh, potentially libelous, so I want to put a big bracket in front of this. So have you been reading, have you seen allegedly the Reddit feeds around the financial situation at Inter being absolutely dire to the point where they're like selling off, they're happy to sell off players if they can get anything and the rumours are like, and this again is a rumour that like it's not far off like a liquidation type situation. Like Barcelona-esque? Barcelona-esque, potentially worse. Right. Yeah, but Inter, Inter, allegedly. Are actually, Inter are actually selling their players, yeah, not just like, talking well, about selling players. Yeah, and yeah. like since the since the end of the season where they won the Scudetto, they've lost Conte, Hakimi, Lukaku. Lukaku uh, hasn't been lost yet. Spoilers, but he's, he's yeah. basically on the way. Um, <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but there's a couple others as well, like plus the manager. Like it doesn't look good, does it? I think it's one of those clubs where everyone's got a price. And they're will- they're willing to talk to you about anyone. Like losing Lukaku and Mar- Martinez in the one window is like you would think any club in that situation would never let that happen. But obviously they've got to get rid of these players. I wonder if we could pick one up for the pod, maybe like a reserve team or something. Just yeah, maybe Ericsson. He's probably not going to be playing much this season. Like a part-time oh, gig, yeah. Oh, mate. Jesus. We need some extra income. All right, well, move on. Tell me you're a Spurs fan. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, Job already sort of skipped to the next one, but I yeah, guess I guess it. I can bring bring it up. Uh, Lukaku looks to be on his way to Chelsea. They've agreed the fee. He wants to go back there. Uh, it's only a matter of time, it seems. I think it was ninety eight million pounds, I believe. 
So, what do we think is going to go through? 100%. Not 98 million? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jobby, you seem pretty confident with this one. Done. I reckon it's done. What's your source? Uh, Sky Sports. Might have heard of them. Uh, they said, they said 98. I yeah, the, I watch Sky News. Sorry. The other thing that makes it like really convincing is the figure is 98.25 million. So like, like it's so specific. Yeah, and not being like, oh, it could be around a hundred, or they want to pay this ninety eight point two five million. He's got history there. They let him go, you know, ten years ago, and he was a he was a different footballer. Um, Tuchel, see, like they went in for Haaland, but the price was going to be crazy, so they land on Lukaku. I, I think, yeah, I, I could, think it's a done yeah. deal too. Um, mm. I think he'll definitely go. The big question is, is it going to work out? You look at these big moves, and none of them have really worked. When he went to Chelsea. Um, didn't really work the first time. When he went to Manchester United, I suppose that was okay for a period of time but didn't really work out long-term. When he's taken a step down and gone to other club, um, Everton, for example, that went really well. And then um, a step, you know, I suppose that is down if you're going to Serie A um, from where he came from. It went really well as well. So I'm kind of thinking, is this is that just his level? Is he better off being in one of those teams like that? Um, and every time he shoots for a Manchester United or a Chelsea, it doesn't really work out. So yeah. I got another another perspective on that because, um, as you boys know, I'm a bit of a closet Serie A fan. Clo- um, yeah. The <laughs> other thing, the other thing that is noticeable is that interplay the three five two, and that seemed to really suit him to have someone else like sort of hovering around him. He Chelsea also yeah. play the three five two. Like it seems like a match made in heaven, and this could be the time that the big move actually works because the system's set for him to for go. Him. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. that's what I was saying last week about like ha- imagine Havertz running off him. That's that's like that's amazing for him, and he's going to make him look better. So I think like yeah, if, as, I think as long as they understand they're not getting a complete striker, you're getting a guy who's really good at a few things, and he will get you goals. And if that's their expectations coming in the season, then I think he'll meet them. Mm-hmm. But if they think they're getting like a like the best striker in the world, they're not. Yeah, and so nah, yeah, nah. that's the expectations got to be. Do you remember how isolated he was when he played for Manchester United up front on his own? Yeah, like, yeah, was it, was, so it was shocking, and and I think I think it, it definitely um, it hurts my opinion of him probably unfairly because we were in such an absolute shambles at the time that he was standing up there and he was feeding off scraps. Was he's if he goes into that Chelsea team, they are like a very good football team. Tuchel has him very well organised. His role is going to be clear. He's going to be, you know, they'll be like, get on the end of shit. Like, don't go dicking around trying to do things that you're not playing right wing. He's like, stay up top, you'll get goals. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, I, I, it, like, and he's, com- he's coming back a very different footballer to when he left Chelsea. Mm. All right. So, if, if Lukaku moves to Chelsea, this will start a bit of a transfer merry-go-round. And so, that will see Duvan Zapata go to Inter. And then potentially Tammy Abraham to Atalanta. With a three-way deal. Yeah. And then if Zapata deal falls through, Inter have already got Eden Dzeko lined up as a backup to that as well from Roma. So once this, Ch- this Lukaku deal goes through, it could see a bit of a bit of a transfer merry-go-round, a few players moving around. What do you think about Tammy to Atalanta? you think it's a good move for him? I think it'd be good for his development. I think yeah. it'll, it'll really help him out. Um, Get out of England? Yeah. Get out of England, a little less spotlight. Atalanta is an exciting team, a young team. So I think it might suit him. Hopefully it goes well. Yeah, it's good for the confidence. Yeah, it's good for him. Bit of a finishing school for him. Alrighty. And last one we've got to touch on here is Aguero. Rumors are he wants he wants out of Barca already. Now he's now his boy Messi's gone. The only reason he signed was to hang out with Messi. Messi's gone. So Aguero wants out. That's so awkward because it's yeah. so obvious, like uh, and he must just be like, uh, come on, guys, just, just let yeah. me go. But he's like, oh, am I still going to get paid? Like I did yeah, I agreed to quite a high wage. Yeah. You'd imagine that um, the teams that he spoke to on the way into Barcelona um, in terms of negotiations, like, I don't know, call it PSG, call it Inter, call it Roma or something, um, he would have said, yeah, yeah, nah, okay, yeah, this is what you can offer, yeah, cool. All right, great. I'm going to go to Barcelona. He's in Barcelona two weeks. Now he has to go and ring those clubs back up and say, "Oh, actually, you were always my first choice, and I didn't burn you for Barcelona." It just makes even though, like, do you know what I mean? It's like, it, it'll just be so embarrassing for his, him and his agent to just crawl back to one of those teams. This like is not happening. When you're interviewing for a job, and you you kind of just like the job because it's more money and it's a job, and so like they're like, "Oh, so why do you want to work for X company?" And you're like, "Ah." Uh, I don't nothing no, no special reason, but he's got to try and sell it now. Like, come up with a reason. Yeah. Like, I like the culture. Uh, he'll read the mission statement off the you. website. That's what you do, John. Yeah, right? exactly. Align your <laughs> goals. Yeah, the shirt, the shirt color was cool. 
Yeah, yeah. Blue and red and white are my favourite colours. <laughs> yeah, this ain't happening. Right. People are friends. All righty. We've held off long enough. Sean has been itching to get here. Oh, All me too. Pod. Let's touch on the FA Community Shield. Leicester 1, City nil. The big one. Good on the boys. Sean, give us your thoughts on the game. Yeah, no, it'll be good. Like, we'll have a new dinner plate to eat off. Um, and <laughs> no, I, like, it's huge. It's huge for the club. Um, they've won the won the League Cup many years ago, won the Premier League not so long ago, and won the FA Cup um, just last year, actually. So, this is the, yeah, we've actually won all the domestic trophies now, which is rather huge for, um, for Leicester. Uh, K- Carabao? Yeah, we've done that. Tick that box, oh, mate. That's, yeah, a league, yeah. that's a league cup. That's a big yep. one. Um, before it was Carabao, I think. Um, and yeah, so it, it. it is a huge thing for the club. I think I said this going into the game. It'll be a bigger win for Leicester than it will be for Man City. Um, you would think both teams played like unusual lineups. Like I think we said that going in as well. It's going to be hard to pick who they play and then who, who's going to win based on, on what teams they pick. But I'd, I'd say both teams weren't full strength, really, were they? Um, Leicester probably stayed, played closer to their full-strength team than, than Man City did. Um, yeah, the game sort of bubbled along, a host of changes from from both teams. And then, yeah, the penalty was awarded, defino, definitely a pen. Vardy off the field that. at that point. Ooh, I don't know about definitely That's a pen. That's a pen. That Sorry. No, well, it's 2021, Barney. Bloody hell. I, I reckon that could have gone like that. That is like almost just nothing. Just play on. Yeah. Well, You're thinking Vinnie Jones get away with that. Yeah. But it was play on. The ref called play on. And they had the follow-up shot and it got saved. Then he called it back for the penalty. So, that's where I'm confused. Is a, is a shot from eight yards out with no defenders around you not an advantage? Well, it's easier I feel like pen- VAR goes so far back now that like, it doesn't really matter. Got, like, there's yeah. definitely an advantage has been played. But, it's like, easier than a scoring a penalty. It's closer yeah, than a penalty. Because if that gets saved and then play goes on and then VAR can go back and say, oh, it's wrong. You need to give a penalty anyway. Mm. Like, it just, it just, it's just null now. I just always thought a shot like that was automatically like they play the, that as the advantage it's it's paid and the ball goes out so you can't yeah. play stop but I don't know Barney, Barney, I wanna, for the second time the show I'm going in on you how is that not a pen yeah what a game you yeah, disagree what, with that what, what, I think what, that's a pen what are you watching I'm watching the front on camera <laughs> oh, there's multiple <laughs> and I'm points watching of it, contact and I'm looking at, I'm lo- yeah but I'm looking at like both players like like uh, Ian Arche like shoves his leg down to start off with and then I just think it's just a play on. It's like no, it's like no direct wow. contact in terms of like okay, actually bringing him down. Did your mask does like slip up legs. and go too high yeah. over your eyes, Barney, or something? Both <laughs> of Ake's legs make contact <sighs> with both. I know, of, I know this isn't a visual. This isn't a visual type scenario, but I just Not like a, our listeners to know that Barney looks like he's surfing, trying to explain <laughs> like how there wasn't any contact. That was, that was such an obvious pen, yeah, it and pen. it's good. Yeah, definite pen. Um, Badly was, taken. Badly, badly taken. taken. The keeper got badly two hands taken. to it, right? That was badly a bad saved. Yeah. 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 But um, the other pleasing thing for Leicester City is I thought Jamie Vardy showed some glimpses. He's just got that sharpness. He does. It's a big yeah. team. It's it Jamie was... Vardy always turns up against a big team. Yeah, it doesn't matter but he who just, it is he just had snippets where I was sort of sitting around like, oh, he's going to be on now. Because I think one of the differences between him and the rest of the high-end quality strikers in the Prem is that he's had a couple of months off now. From, from yeah, the end of yeah. the Prem season to when it starts. Whereas those guys have been, you know, slogging it out whether they've gone over um, to South America to, to, to play in the Copa or obviously um, playing the Euros. Whereas he's extended his career by not playing international football and he looks sharp. He looks fresh. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't need much, does he? Like he just just a snippet. Like he had a volley, a half volley in the first half. Yeah, the just that, a sniff. Yeah. Yeah. God, it was well, exciting. So how many how many Red Bulls do you reckon he had before the oh, game? Thirty one. Well? I think that's all he drinks <laughs> um, ever. Skittles and, and Red Bull. What, so what do we talk? Let's go through Ian Acho's celebration or lack of. Oh, yeah, you loved it, didn't you? Oh, As a Liverpool supporter, <laughs> I love to see it. Honestly, you scored the winner in the final at Wembley, 89th minute. You got to take your shirt off. He's done but, the half hands up, half apologetic to Man City for so the four weird. games he sat on the bench there. Most of those fans don't know who you are. Yeah, yeah they don't. Yeah, they've been left longer than you're at year. City. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird. He's got far too much respect for City. Oh, don't you think yeah. so? Like, it's not as if he had a great time there, or like, um, you know, it, yeah. he was sad to Gordon leave Pest or something. Get a huge he, deal. Yeah, he sat on the bench, <laughs> and then they binned him off because he they wanted to bring someone else in. Like, it's not. I don't, know, I don't fans, know. All those fans weren't even born when he played back when he played for Man City. They're all Chelsea fans he, when he was playing. Anyway. Got him. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure why like players think it's disrespectful to celebrate against an old club. It's like you're just celebrating the moment of you scoring a goal. Yeah. 
It's for your current employer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 not, it's not like, it's not like but, you're like rubbing it in and be like, yeah, I scored against my old fucking employees. So up yours. you go. Oh, I was going to say, do, but do you think the Man City fans just feel any better about it? Like they've conceded in the 89th minute. Do you think they're like, oh, yeah, at least you didn't celebrate. Like it's, 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 it's going to make do. you feel any better. They're going to hate you yeah, anyway. Exactly. Like you scored the winner exactly. against them. Fuck. The ones on uh, the YouTube comments of the highlights seem to appreciate it. There's some knowledge in there. But, yeah. but those people, that, those people didn't watch the game. Don't understand the context. So the, la- the other thing <laughs> I want to touch on true. about the crowd that I didn't understand is how does social distancing work in England? Because the top tiers of the stadium are empty, and then the bottom ones are absolutely jammers. Like I just don't understand how they, they separate people. Like, they, they don't separate them at all. They just they didn't total the average social distance. Is that a yeah, like <laughs> per square meter? Yeah, I, they, they jam in all the paupers and all the rich guys get the distance. Oh, but so I just, I just couldn't get my head around. I was watching them like sitting next to each other and then there's a bunch of empty seats in the top tiers. I'm like, that's, yeah. that doesn't seem like what this was supposed to be They might have funneled about. down maybe. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Hey, Barney, just, just touching on the whole celebrating against the old club, uh, Sean and, and Jobber, you can weigh in on this too. So an example where you would say it's definitely okay to do that hands up, not celebrating thing is say – Messi goes to PSG and then he scores against them and say the Champions League and then he's like, yeah, you know, I've played for you guys for yeah. 37 years. Um, I'm going to just, just on this first one. I, I think on the first one, but then like if you bag a hat trick, you know, whatever. <laughs> no. I agree. Yeah, no. that's fine. Yeah, I know. He's oh, putting I, his hands up because he's like, that's how much he wants as a bonus. He's like, that's 10, <laughs> 10 20. I think it, it's, it's, all about the, it's all about the time you spent there and the quality of time and, yeah. and how you left, right? Like, and you as a you, person. If you, yeah, if you got binned off like um, Ian Nacho essentially did, um, what, you know, what's, yeah, I don't know why you feel like that. for internet points. Yeah, I, I don't think City are retiring the number 43 shirt anytime soon. Yeah, So let's put it that way. He gets more Instagram. <laughs> Followers for bidding him off and giving him a finger. I reckon yeah. like, I start following yeah. him on Instagram. It worked fine for Jamie Vardy every time he scores. They've Adam, retired his, his seat on the bench at uh, Eddie Hart yeah. in the dugout. No one sits there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's fenced off. Sean might finally rate him as a striker if he did that. Hey, what a bloody player, Sean. Oh, he's got yeah. you another trophy. He started the quadruple. He sat on the bench, come on, took a dodgy pen. Like, can everyone calm yeah, down? He's, he's not celebrating what's, when he goes around. What's he, he got to do to get some praise off you? What's he got to do? Um, I don't know. Just play, play Yeah, just get in the team. <laughs> <laughs> Score 10 goals in the second half of the season. That'd be nice. No, he's already done that. All right. Let's let's move on to what everyone's been waiting for. All the fans have been emailing in and, and writing in saying, please, please give us your EPL predictions for the upcoming season. So I've run through the rules again for Jobber more specifically because he <laughs> can't what seem to mark. understand what a dark horse is. And we've got our predictions for the season. So uh, the categories we've got are winner, top four, and in order for that Sean O bonus point. Mm, uh, dark horse, golden boot, best player, uh, relegated teams in no particular order, and unusual or crazy event that could potentially happen. Jobber, it looks like season. you just copied all of Pizzi's answers there. It does too, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, mm. he's, he's like just got we'll his answers just before the end of the test, and then he's just quickly scribbled them in. So <laughs> we'll go through his category and we'll and we'll and we'll explain why Jobber's got it so wrong. So <laughs> first category we've got is winner and we'll start with you jobber manchester city sean has also gone for city as well yeah I went so, first, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they've just they've just bought that, jack grill for 100 for mil harry kane's on the way they've comfortably got the best Not squad confirmed. best squad in the land by far second best manager behind Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I they just they just seem so much <laughs> better and more settled than everybody else yep mm, yeah I, look it's it's you got a fair that few points answer. yeah Yep. That's yeah. Anything else to add, Sean? Yeah, not really. Like they, they come off the huge season that they had um, bringing in Jack, as Jobber said, and I think there is more to come from Man City. I think if they do miss out on Ari, they'll go and, and get someone else. Um, so, yeah, too good. You can't really go past them, I think. Yeah. And Halsey, you, you put in a joke. You were you thought this I'm, was like I'm some bi- sort of I'm biased on this guy. Unbiased, some sort of funny serious? opinion. Um, Andy <laughs> Robertson's going down holding his ankle, and you've gone with stitches because you're just laughing all the way to the bank here. What are you thinking? Uh, I don't know if that's a serious question either. I'm I'm a I'm an optimistic person and a Liverpool supporter, so that combines to me picking Liverpool, obviously. So <sighs> and, uh, any other reasons other yeah, than being optimistic? 
Uh, I, nah, I think they got it. I think I think they'd be okay. Aside from being a Liverpool supporter and and on all that stuff, I think they'll be a top three contender. So then that's enough for me to bump them with my optimism to number one. <laughs> You're blowing yeah, loyalty, I'll, I'll, I'll but they've that. had a, they've had a good off season because they brought in. Um... No, they have too. <laughs> oh, but they got rid of they got rid of Cabot. I suppose I don't know. Yeah, so we didn't actually sign any new players. We just got ah, a bunch nice. of our best players back from injury. <laughs> so Joe Gomez can go down again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Barn, who have you gone for, mate? I've gone for Chelsea. The little, the little club that thought they could. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Up Just until about, about 2001. To, and then they got bought out. About to sign uh, Romelu Lukaku for 98 million pesos. So that's a nice little addition to the squad. I just think they're coming off the winning the Champions League. I think that squad is very much settled now in Tuchel's system. And they will be very, very hard to beat over the season and will probably outscore most teams anyway, even if they do concede. So I think they're prime for a uh, a title win. I think how long since they've won the title now? It's about in the Bramovich year they always win it about once every four years. Yeah. Oh, I think mm. I think Chelsea will have the best defense in the competition and finish second. Yeah. That's that's, that's I, I was that. tossing up between them and City as well because I think they're gonna come on leaps and bounds under Tuchel. Just keep yeah. that Should I, we I, go into I, the the top fours then while we've all just finished out our top fours? Yeah, yeah, I guess because we've all got pretty fours. similar similar sentiments as far as City and Chelsea. Would yeah. you say? Yeah. I, mean, I guess you you've got them second and third. So Aside I, from right, my I'll, obvious, I'll, I'll finish off my top four. So I got yeah, Chelsea go to win, uh, City to come second, and I think it'll be quite close. Uh, and after hearing the Andy Robertson injury, Leicester in at third. I did say that. Because I'm not boring like you guys. Have I you like not heard of Raphael Varane? Are you not familiar with the work of Jaden Sancho? What the oh, fuck you've is wrong with you? I also, I also think that these signings are also a great time for United to capitulate again. Ollie at the wheel. It's all gonna, it's all gonna come apart. And, Enough said. And I think Liverpool will be back to their their um, their best again, but it will only just net them a fourth spot. Good enough. So that's my top four, Josh. Yeah, so obviously Liverpool optimistically coming in first. Then, yeah, similar sentiment to you guys with City and Chelsea battling out for that second spot in a close one. Um, I've got City coming, pulling ahead. Uh, Chelsea not far behind. And I have Jobber put United in my top four. I think on paper, um, if they can't make top four with that squad, then Ollie's got to go. That's what I'm hoping for. Surely Ollie's got to go anyway. Oh, yeah, if they can get rid of him. They bloody love him down there. Yeah, oh, all right, all right, Jubba. If you're so, if you're so smart, what's yours? <laughs> if you're so smart, um, <laughs> so I've got I've got Chelsea uh, to come second behind Manchester City. I think it's I think they're going to be the only team that'll get anywhere near City. Manchester United to come third, and Leicester City to come fourth. Liverpool, I don't think will finish top four because I think they'll start slow because Van Dijk will take a couple of weeks to get going and I just don't think they've improved enough. They have got those players back but I just don't think they've... They've got a very easy start to the season as well. Like a lot yeah. of That's uh, helpful, yeah. average teams they're playing which is good for them. Really but those, really, those of- were the games they lost last year that they should yeah, have won. Yeah, true. Our, I, the one thing I will say for Liverpool as far as not getting new signings, some of our duds in quotation marks from previous seasons like yeah. Simicast, your caters, some of the young Salah. guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, actually. So even him, I'll put him in that that bracket. Um, not a fan, but uh, they've been really red hot this uh, this preseason. Watching yeah, their, it's, it's, their it's, games, it's preseason. So, Sean, I'll, Sean, I'll pass over to you, mate. What have you got? Yeah, yeah well, the only man I'd trust to pick a top four, really. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've got uh, obviously <laughs> history in this. Um, no, City. I think they'll they'll win it by stretch, as I've already said. Um, yeah, I think Chelsea have, have come on leaps and bounds from last year. I think adding adding Rom to their squad um, will only do good things for them. I think that's probably one of the things they were missing last year with Werner's um, dodgy finishing. Oh, Liverpool, God, I feel, feel as though they'll have, um, yes, players come back, which will kind of feel like new signings to them. Um, yep. And then I've got United in, in fourth. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if that went the other way around. United were in third and Liverpool were in fourth. But I think I'm going to stick with Liverpool third. And Sean, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to mug off the running order here because we've got Dark Horses <laughs> next. But you've got Leicester City as a dark horse, but not to finish in the top four. They've just won the Community Shield. They've won an FA Cup. They've recently won a league in recent memory, like more like ahead of Chelsea and United. And you're calling them a dark horse. What's a dark horse finish for them then? Fifth. 
Barney's rules. Yeah. Barney made the rules. Fifth. Oh, Barney. I think is a decent, <laughs> decent finish for them. No, but I, like you look at Leicester and then you look at the teams that I've just picked in front of them and, and the money that they've spent, I just, yeah, they they just can't complete with those teams. I'm think, sick of this self-deprecation. I've had enough of it. It's got to stop. Yeah, it's got <laughs> yeah, to stop. All those other teams have spent like hundreds of millions of pounds on players this year. We bought in two. Jabba, I'll remind you to please stick to the running order. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and wait, you till, wait till I tell you to speak, please. <laughs> I can just say one thing. Oh, okay, top, yeah. Josh, you're allowed to speak. Yeah, Yeah, I think you know how usually you got, say, a Liverpool and a Man City in a couple of seasons getting like right up to in the 90s points each. I think yeah. the top three this year, it's going to be some scary yeah. good teams and they're going to be like, like I reckon top four will be a, a plus 80 points, all four of them. That's big. Agreed. That's yeah. big. All right. Let's move on to Dark Horse. And because he won't stop talking, Jobba, who have you put in? <sighs> I've gone for Leicester oh. <laughs> for their fourth place finish. Copy me uh, again. No worries. Yeah. After cop- all that. Yeah, but I've gotten I've gotten to finish top four, so they'll make the Champions League this year. They'll be the dark horse because they won't fade away at the end of the season like they so often do. Um, this will be the year Brendy gets it right and they'll play Champions League football ahead of Liverpool. Fair. Yeah, fair point. Sean, are you also going Leicester? Yeah, I've gone Leicester. I think they've got um, strengthened their squad a little bit. Um I mean, they had a lot of injuries last year, which obviously wore them down towards the end. So hopefully they can stay injury-free. And, yeah, I think they'll they'll have strong showing in the Europa League and hopefully do okay in the league. Josh, you've gone for West Ham last year's dark horse for many. So yeah. what, I guess what would qualify them as a dark horse is to finish the same or better? Yeah, so where do they, where do they end up uh, last year? Uh, was that it above seven, Tottenham? I know that much. Six or seven? Seven. seven. It was yes. so. I'd say, I'd say, yeah, I'd say similar. I'd say, I, I reckon they'll probably come in about a six. That's like how sort of I, I feel about them. Mm. So, and it's kind of based off that, you know, last year, last year, year, a bit of a dark horse. Um, don't know. Just, just caught a few of their games and highlights during preseason as well. I know you, you say it's preseason, but um, that confidence, and momentum that they sort of have from some of those games carries over. I think, and and considering how they sort of played last year, feeling. They'll do good enough. The lack, of, the lack of signings and the non-inclusion of Jay Lings. Jay Lings, makes baby. Makes me a little concerned about West Ham. Everyone throw up those gang signs. Yeah, they'll miss him for <laughs> sure. Gang but signs. Yeah, still yeah. think they'll be all right. They I need to get some a, players in before. Do you think preseason might be a better indicator this this year because they're not playing as many like dud teams? They're playing some better teams. Mm. They're not playing like the ones there's batter before the season. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, we'll move on to my pick, which is definitely correct, and that is Aston Villa. It's a dark horse. I think they've made some, on, I guess, different to West Ham, they've made some fantastic signings. Uh, they've got, just got 100 mil in the bank, and they're looking on the up. I think they finished around ninth or 10th last year. I think they could easily finish in Europa League spot or Conference League spot this year which is 7th to 5th, I believe. So I've got all the confidence in them and I think they'll get it, especially with Danny Ings coming in, out and out, good striker, guaranteed goals. If him and Watkins play up front, that is, that's danger for any team up against them. And they've got a really solid defence as well. I, I, I think, do like Ings. I think you'll know how well they're going to go this season um, after two rounds because you'll see how they compensate for Jack and what they do with their team. And by that stage, you would have seen the what they've done in the transfer window with this 100 mil. Spent well, I, I probably agree with you, Barn. They can do something like that. But, I mean, we've seen many teams spend, spend that money poorly um, and go backwards. So, yeah, I think it's a, a huge season for them um, and they can go one of two ways. Sean, sure, no, I'm going the other way. I reckon Judge Villa on the end of their season. Because I think it's going to take a little while to get, like it used to be, get the ball to Jack, make shit yeah. happen. But now they've gone like, well, we're going to replace him with three players. Um, so there's going to be some stylistic changes and the Grealish deal's quite a little bit late, later than you'd like. But I think it'll take a little while to make it gel. Hopefully the heat's not too much in there for the first couple of weeks. It's, but I reckon yeah. around Christmas they'll sort of start coming into their own and you'll start seeing the best of them. You might be right, but um, the other thing is it's when they actually get the chance to identify and spend this 100 mil. So you, mm. I think what you're saying might come true if they hold some of the cash and then go in January to, to work out. So potentially they play that half of the season, you know, spend the, the 40 or 50 that they plan to spend now and then wait half the season and go, okay, well, we thought that'd get it done, but we actually do need another right winger, and then they they've got the option to go and spend it. So yeah, yeah. Potentially I don't I don't think they're buying anyone else. I reckon they're done, and they're just gonna bank that hundred mil. 
Uh, and yeah, like you say, like wait till January. I, think I don't I'll think spend they need it in Jan. to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think they need to get anyone else in. Um, Alrighty, let's move on to Golden Boot. And Shauna and I have gone for a bit of an outside pick here. Someone who's maybe not a <laughs> common household name. Who's your and that's that's uh, well yet to be decided. Yeah, that's uh, Harry Kane. I've I've gone for Harry Kane Barn, and I've gone for him on the basis that he is moving to Manchester City. And if so, he moves to Manchester City, he will score thirty plus goals. If he stays at Spurs, he will score twenty plus 30. goals. Yes, he'll score thirty plus goals if he goes to Manchester City. I've 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 done this on the basis that he'll stay at Tottenham. Well, I think oh. I think you're right. I think he still gets top goal scorer if he stays at Spurs. I see yeah. him doing well at, at both those clubs. Yeah, I think. Yeah, other club he yeah. goes to, so he's going to score. Mm. If he's a focal point, he'll score. Yep, exactly. The, which exactly. is my my problem with um, yours, Jobber. You've gone with Lukaku, but if he, for one, he's not in the league yet, so that's cheeky. Um, and and two, <laughs> um, I, he doesn't take pens for. He's not going to take pens for Chelsea. So I think that is one thing that um, yeah played into my mind when I chose Ari that he takes absolutely everything. Yeah, so there's a couple of yeah. things that played into my mind for Big Rom is that I think he'll absolutely fill his boots regardless of the pens. Like I just think um, with that system set up for him, he'll get a lot of chances with Mount sitting in behind, Werner, Havertz, et cetera, creating chances. And the other thing that talked me out of it was Marcus Rashford's shoulder. So I would have gone oh, for Rashi. He'll be right so to Pine. Hesse, Lingard, and Sancho will be in front of you him. You can't say anything oh. about my Liverpool prediction now. If Rashi's shoulder was good, he would have banged away 25, no worries. But it's it's flare enough. It's going to take him a couple of weeks. Um, right, I think post-Christmas, post, post he'll be the leading scorer in the league. But, like, you know, it's judging the whole season, so I went Lukaku. I almost picked Lukaku as well. I was I was um and oh, own. But then after Belgium, he, he lost me. He lost me. So, you know. Josh, you've gone for another unbiased opinion, and that's Mohamed Salah, a man you just slagged off at the start of the predictions. Yeah, yeah. but they said that he's come good. He's come. He's coming good. He looks he's coming good. He looks sharp. Uh, right. He looks fit. Um, I think it kind of has to go hand in hand with the winner prediction, though. You kind of need to pick someone from yeah. a team that you expect to be. And I don't. I look at Man City, and I think, all right, if Harry Kane's there, could be him. But I'm not sold on that. And if he's not there, then I don't see them having like a one route to goal type person and the yeah. same thing for Chelsea I didn't know who to pick from that squad so I just went I'm like Salah could have a breakout season again it can happen so just roll the dice also referees have been told to give less pens this season so what's all the instructions that give less pens how about you just follow the fucking Wait. rules and ref the game most of already waving the white flag I reckon the, that's all the instructions they give the Premier League referees after their performances last give season less pens. Give, give less pens do yeah. more free kicks all right, let's move on to MVP, best player of the year. Uh, we'll move quickly through these ones because I'm the only oh, one speaking of biased. Uh, Jobba, what the? Yes, fuck? sir. Pogba, what is this? Paul Labille Pogba. You might have heard of him. Probably player of the Euro group stage. Big TikTok personality. <laughs> Big TikTok personality. The group stage where, where everything's decided. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do I mute someone else? Um, so, uh, no, so Big Paul had a great tournament at the Euros. The boys let him down. Um, I think I think with with the new attacking flair available at Manchester United and Paul's range of passing, I think he'll be the best player this year and he'll take himself a medal on as all part of his farewell tour for Manchester United. How's that going to work when he loses his spot to Donny van der Beek? It'll be tough, but Paul will fight his way back in to win the player of the season. Right, I think... I think on that vein, uh, Paul Pogba will be sort of the uh, KDB for um, Man United. He'll be that 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 type of player for them. I think like he was meant to be four years ago. Yeah, he'll finally yeah. fill that role. Talking about KDB, Shawno, you've gone for him. Yeah, that's KDB, KDB. mate. Well, um, he, he's yeah, got he's his uh, he's got his face back together, and I think he's gonna, he's set for a big season. So is, is his ankle? It's a problem at the moment, apparently. Yeah, so his face is running on one ankle. And his face is together, but he's running on one ankle. He'll be fine. Kev will get it done. All right. Josh, you've gone for another man with a bad leg, and that's Virgil van Dyke. I think it's finally his time. What do you mean, finally? Has he already won it? No, he has not. No, I don't think he did. Did he win the Football Riders one that year? Then yeah, KDB maybe. won the actual yeah. one. Or something. I don't know. Or maybe Hendo won it that year, that Football Riders one. I can't remember. But I think I like to see a defender win it too. It'll be yeah, nice. that, that fad is over. Ruben Diaz did it and then choked at the Euros. The defenders Yeah, but he's women. not a great, yeah, he's yeah. Not a great defender. <laughs> is this? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on to the correct answer. And that's me. I've gone for Mason Mount. Who's that? <laughs> 
He's uh, some under twenty ones player for. <laughs> is, he, is he the right back for Brighton? <laughs> it's uh, North London. That's Blue. Tarek Lamptey, but you're wrong on that one. So I think Mason Mount is looking looking the good. Yeah, you know, everyone. He finished the season very strongly for Chelsea. He looked very good for England. Uh, system set up for him under Tuchel. I think it's his year. It's my time. Fingers oh, crossed he time. makes the first team. Have you switched yeah. to Chelsea, a Chelsea fan this year, Barney, from Tottenham? Oh, again. Well, I've got to go for one London Typical. club, so I just change every <laughs> just year, which everyone looks rival. more likely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, relegated teams, uh, pretty consistent through here. Shauno, you've gone for Palace, Norwich and Brentford, and so has Jobber. Anything to add to those? Uh, the, just to note, the mine's in reverse order. So, Palace to finish bottom, then Norwich and then Brentford. Thanks for making that more confusing for us. <laughs> Jobbers is in reverse of that yeah, order. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I struggled with Brentford or Watford, but I feel like Brentford have been really talking the talk this week and that's what's going to get them relegated. Um, <laughs> just way over the top saying, no, nah, we want to win it. And I'm thinking, just stay up, boys. Don't like, you appreciate that? No, if you go out and try and play football, you're going to get absolutely fucking battered. And you're Sean, going straight back down. What do you think about teams that have uh, just been promoted winning it? Can they do it? Yeah, oh, they, they definitely can't do it. <laughs> Not without Nigel yeah, right. Pearson. Josh, you've gone for Palace, Watford, and Brighton. Yeah, I think those three. there was some shaky moments I saw for Brighton last year. wasn't really convinced at times, so I reckon this could be their time to go down. Watford was a bit of a wild card for me. Didn't really know much about them, so going to see you later. And Palace is a bit of an obvious one. No one's really confident with Palace and Vieira no. at the helm. So, and yeah, just losing. ask Sean and Jobber. Yeah, Ozzie, you, you told me off there that um, you think Brighton will go down because they don't have an Australian in goal. So, he's going to say that on air as well. It is good for Team Morale to have an Aussie in goal, for sure. <laughs> Definitely good. All right, I've gone for Norwich, Southampton and Watford. Uh, Norwich are a yo-yo club. They'll be back down. So, Watford. And I'd have no faith in Watson's coach and Southampton. I think they have been on a trajectory and it's a downward traje- trajectory and they are going down finally back to the championship. So why are you a um, Patrick Vieira fan, Barney? Yeah. Clearly. And, wh- and why do you hate James Ward-Prowse's set pieces? Did you <laughs> did you not hear my French accent earlier in the show? Ah, see. It was, it, was Vieira, it was Vieira perfect. <laughs> All right, let's move on to crazy slash unusual event. Uh, on the topic of Vieira, job has gone for Patrick Vieira to win the sack race, which is not. Speaking, I'm going to put it out there. Yes. This is not an unusual event. If you've been oh, talking the whole time about, about him about going down, down. Down. Hey, it's become <laughs> the most obvious thing ever. It's of course, he's going to win the sack race. Mate. He's fucking oh. terrible. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Uh, uh, like I've got inconsistency. Uh, They'll play I've with a round out. ball. Yeah, good prediction. I've gone out on a limb here, boys. Yeah, and I think Patrick Vieira is going to be sacked first. I agree. Don't. You don't replace Roy Hodgson, mate. You is it? Is, is this? Is this the, coming from the like club that doesn't even have 11 first team players? Yeah, so it's a stretch. I, know, I wonder what swayed your decision. It was him yeah. or Wayne Rooney at Derby County. Um, but look, yeah. it's yeah, putting my neck out, and I think he's going to win the sack race. Wayne yeah, scouting brave. at the nightclubs, mate. Give him a break. All right, mm. all right. Sean has gone for a piece of Pep's clothing will go viral on the interweb ting. That's right. So you know that daft um, cardigan that he wears um, last year. I think. Yeah, it's worth yeah. like a like ten grand yeah. or something. Oh my god! <laughs> and then so and then all the sales for them just like went up as well. So yeah, I think he yeah. he was gonna wear something stupid, like yep. you know yeah. what are you wearing, job something like that. He just wear some daft <laughs> like that. What is it? Brave it's enough? Definitely not an England shirt. Brave enough to be a bold cap, Sean. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you yeah, there that you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Or what All he right. might do is get a replica of Mourinho's hair and stick that on top. <laughs> oh, how good would Pep look with a toupee? Mm, good. Oh, I had a new unusual event. Hang on. <laughs> a ball cap and then the toupee on top of that, so it's clean fit. Anything's <laughs> like better than one put in jobber. All right, Josh, you've gone for Donny Vanderbeek. We'll get a start for United yeah, and maybe I'm not confident. But you've, you should have gone for saying that will actually happen or potentially yeah. might happen. This will never happen. But you it's boy, such a far-fetched so thing funny. that you put 10 bucks on this, you'd be a millionaire. So, <laughs> Jobber, wouldn't you agree? It's He's been be... dominating the preseason. Have you seen him lately? He's oh, jacked. It's just, pre- it's just preseason. Uh, preseason only works for you and your argument, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but Donnie's oh. jacked now. He's bloody packed on the muscle. He looks like the Goretzka. Cognitive. Oh, yeah. doubtful. He's massive. All righty. I've gone for three clubs will have new owners by the end of the season. Is that the bottom uh, three? This is guaranteed. And which, which three, Barney? Mm. Well, Newcastle's a banker. <laughs> They've been trying to get a new owner for fucking ten years, yeah. mate. Almost <laughs> yeah. think they can pull that inside, pull that off inside twelve months because of their time. 
Because they got, they got Joe Willock now, and you think it's a better proposition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they still got to yes. clean out the fireplace at the in the club room. <laughs> There's vomit everywhere at that point. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know where to start. Big Mike will get blackout drunk during the negotiations. <laughs> I'll keep the other two in the back pocket until uh, <laughs> until later in the year. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we've yourself. got for predictions uh, the And I think that's all we've got for the show Jobber's got no emails Because he can't <laughs> oh, read the inbox That's your inbox. such a lie <laughs> uh, if, yeah, you, no, if you know where Jobber lives Just send him around to his house All his details are on the front page Jobber just I, check, I check the mailbox every morning And sometimes the emails as well um, but Look if you want to get in touch with us uh, Emails at footballplayedonpaper At gmail.com Facebook footballplayedonpaper <laughs> Insta at football on pods and Twitter, I think, is also at foot, uh, football on pods. Uh, I hope so. Everyone, just shut like, up. Just look in the comment section. Just to post, job will be abusing someone just, from our account. Yeah, so. I mean, uh, I've been to, going real heavy on the messy lovers this week, so um, please do follow. <laughs> just to add in at the end here, we have got a fantasy Premier League set up. Codes will be going out on the socials. A shirt please to be join won. up. Yeah, shirt to be won for the winner of your club. Nothing ridiculous. No Watford. Thanks for sorting that out, Job. Too. No Watfords. <laughs> no, and I got, I've got a J Ling's hoodie in a medium too. If someone wants it, <laughs> gang, gang signs up. Yeah. Oh, as if you're a medium. <laughs> Some Man City fan apparently slugged him. Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like you look every bit thirty, huh? He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout. Watch, watch, rumbles on. Pina colada, large one. <laughs> <laughs>